Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Four, three, three two, two, one. One. All right. You were definitely delayed, but it's fine. I'll work with it. I was trying to catch up to you. <laughs> nah, dude, it's just that was the only thing that sucked about editing the podcast last time was um, that there was an. It's it's not your fault either, and it's it might be more Discord's fault than anything, but it's just um, whenever you're layering a couple of different audio tracks together, yeah. uh, with video, and if one of them like separates just a little bit, it goes across for the rest of the video, and then you have to find the uh, the parts where um you can sort of catch up or you can kind of make it catch up without looking like it's uh you're messing around with it too much if that mm-hmm. makes sense i've done that but, in a couple videos yeah, yeah i hate i hate doing that that's, that's the thing i hate doing the most when it comes to editing editing yeah. is audio syncing it fucking pisses me off yeah yeah it because it, and it's because it's annoying because you have to listen to the same stuff over and over and over mm-hmm Anyway, uh, my name's Romero. Uh, sorry about me bitching. Um, this is the Lion in the Heart podcast. Welcome back again this week, guys. And here's my co-host, Rich. What's going on, y'all? Episode two, we haven't been canceled yet, so rolling strong. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, um, uh, do you want me to talk about my week first, or you want me, or you want to talk about yours? Oh, yeah, first. Go ahead. I'm all, right, all ears, so, man. Okay, so um, the honestly, the thing I've been focused on the most is, uh, so you know who Dr. Disrespect is, right? Yeah. Okay, so you know that, do you know what happened to him? No. Okay, he's, okay, so you remember when Mixer bought out Ninja and um, Shroud? Yeah. Okay, so around that time, Twitch, because I guess they thought that they were, um, well, they probably did think that they were afraid that they were going to lose uh, streamers. Um, they decided to buy out um, uh, Pokimane and uh, what's Doctor Disrespect. They were yes. Twitch exclusive streamers. Mm-hmm. So Doctor Disrespect had a contract with um, with uh, Twitch. Um, I'm gonna adjust my camera real quick. Just lower it down. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so do- is that because I-, I don't know what to do with my hands? <laughs> do you ever see Ricky Bobby? Yeah, I've seen that Talladega Nights. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, so, Dr. Disrespect, um, the, he had a contract with Twitch, and they permabanned him. Yeah, I know he got banned. The whole, everyone was trying to speculate why, of course. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. There's a guy named at Slasher on Twitter, or I think his name is Rod Burrow, or something like that. And he's like, he's been working in esports for a very long time. He's usually very consistent in what he talks about. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that he might know the reason why, but not everyone's a hundred percent. No one knows. Like, the only thing I could think of, and this is strictly speculation, is what's uh, the only thing I could think of is that maybe somebody hurt themselves hurt themselves yeah and maybe they said that the reason for that was dr disrespect because because um i don't know if you know this but the reason why he stopped streaming the first in the first place uh 
So he was streaming for a while. He got really popular, and then he stopped for a little bit. And that was because um, he said that he cheated on his wife. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So he stopped for a bit, and then they came back. She was Miss Assassin. And then um, this happening after he's been on really good terms with his wife is just really really weird if you take a look at his last stream he gets a phone call like right before he ends the stream he takes it and then he says that they're gonna they're gonna have like obstacles ahead of them but the champion squad is gonna remain strong um i have no idea the only thing i can speculate is that i think maybe somebody hurt themselves and they blamed it on him that could be it it could be a number of reasons i saw someone on i think it was twitter who was saying that the guy might have tried to like start like a union or some shit with like ninja and shroud and like move to a different platform or start their own platform i don't know but people were speculating a lot of different things they said it could yeah. have been some like sexual charges i don't know i'm not the biggest fan of dr disrespect yeah me neither I feel like every the time stuff his he name does... comes up it's pretty interesting so you know yeah, something what... worth paying attention to well he's such a he's like such a in terms of streaming he's just such a such a big he commands like a big force and presence oh yeah platform. he's got a huge personality he does seem pretty pretty uh entertaining so you know I he used to that. he used to work for uh for activision damn he did yeah he was i think he was a level designer on call of duty oh yeah you'd have to take a look at it but um yeah he uh he definitely um god i said i wasn't gonna do this before the stream but now i'm typing as i'm talking Oh, that's all good. Uh, uh, he was, uh, he definitely worked in video games for sure. Uh, but um, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because uh, that sent me down a little rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. Lord. <laughs> yeah. So, the, so, you know, Mixer shut down, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Mixer, Mixer shut down and. Uh, you know, a lot of people on there, they weren't too sure where to go or what to do. So around this whole time that the Dr. Disrespect thing started, I just Googled randomly Dr. Disrespect on Google to see what, I was trying to figure out what was going on. So one of the first things that popped up is, I sent, I, I messaged you about this on the Discord, but it was a a streaming website called, um, the hell is this name of this website? Trovo? Trovo. Have you heard of Trovo, dude? No. Actually, so, wait, I might have seen it on Twitter. Trovo just got started within like the last two months or so. Yeah, I've seen, I think I've seen at least like three people go and over even, there and tweet and about e it. And even then, their Instagram account is like only a couple of weeks old. Well, actually, a month and a half old. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I was on this website yesterday and today going like, oh, I wonder if this is something that maybe I can get into, like... Because, um, like, you've known me for a while. I've streamed on YouTube. I've streamed on Mixer. I've streamed on Twitch. I'm not really brand loyal in terms, unless it's just my YouTube videos. But even if you follow me on Twitch, you would know that I upload almost all my YouTube videos on Twitch. And even then, I also upload my YouTube videos to Pornhub. Because <laughs> why, yeah, why the I fuck not? I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. We talked about that one. I actually uh, posted the image of that. Um of my Pornhub account, which it, nothing adult is on it. It just says my name. Yeah. The website name is up there, and then it shows like uh, a few videos. I posted that to the um, 
the competitive dead or alive Facebook group that I just joined. Oh Lord, I left that group. Yeah, well, I posted on there and then it got deleted within like fifteen minutes. And I was just like, mm, okay. <laughs> Somebody did comment on it though, like, oh, this is hot. <laughs> Dude, you know how I saw the freaking Dragon Ball Z Super movie? How? Pornhub. Oh, that's hilarious. It was actually was, on there? Yeah, someone posted it on Facebook. They were like, Mew, you can watch the Dragon Ball Super movie on there. I'm like, bullshit. No, you can't. And they were like, no, it's really on there. I'm like, for real? Because I've been looking for this. I'm like, Psh, fuck it. I'll go into Pornhub and watch it. That was that's been my most used Pornhub experience is literally watching Dragon Ball Z Super. Oh, but man, yeah, that's... do you think um Dr. Disrespect was trying to do that? Like move to a different platform or start one? Uh I don't know. There was a there was a really crazy uh 4chan image going on going around that said uh Dr. Disrespect gets banned on Twitter, uh I mean gets banned on Twitch. And it was because he was like, it, it, you know, uh, if you've seen the 4chan post, you know, it's like line after line after line after line. Yeah. Uh, it's not like a full paragraph. It's just a line of events, one after another. And it was like, Dr. Disrespect gets caught trying to start a new streaming platform with Shroud or Ninja. Um, and then it just kind of went on like this little tangent of maybe they were trying to start something together. I don't think that's what it is at all. Mm -hmm. But... I mean, I'd be surprised, but but this travel thing was super interesting because, uh, and by the way, for anyone that wants to check it out, it's T-R-O-V-O, Trovo. I've probably been saying it wrong. It looks like a combination of Mixer and Twitch, dude. That's a good thing because they're going to need something to rival Twitch because, honestly, I couldn't imagine going to Facebook gaming every time. Even, first of all, I hate Facebook as a freaking social media, it's but you know, it's annoying. okay to have. But... I don't want to see anyone streaming on Facebook. I really don't. So having another platform available definitely be good. Because you're going to need something to rival Twitch. So I can imagine a couple people trying to start some things right up. Like right now. Okay, okay. So I'm doing this uh, screen share thing. Um, which uh, it's 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 popping up, right? Sort of. Yeah, yeah. I see it. So this is, this is kind of what it looks like. Um, dude... So it uses a very similar currency system for chatting and like interacting with streamers. That's just like Mixer. But if you go to the creator studio over here, which I don't think has any uh, personal information. If it does, I'll just edit it out. Oh, uh, well, shit. Uh, yeah, no, this is this is fine. Yeah, yeah it no, looks really similar to Twitch. Now, this looks the, the behind the scenes stuff looks super similar to Twitch inside stream history. I haven't checked it. I was actually going to stream on there today just to try it out. But mm -hmm. um, I kind of ran out of time. I'm probably going to do it after this. But um, this is what the hell I've been, like, kind of looking at. Just, like, different streamers and stuff on this today. Mm -hmm. And it is just wild. Even This layout right here where it says games, this is exactly how Mixer looked. Yeah. I've like it just Mixer a couple times. Yeah, it looks like a combination between Mixer and uh, Apex. I mean, Apex, God damn it! I, I, I want to play Apex today. It looks like a combination of Mixer and Twitch. It's And it's just so weird, but do you guess which company owns this goddamn streaming platform? Oh, Lord. What company? It's a Chinese company. A Chinese company? Yeah. They're the oh, ones that invest very heavily in mobile games. And they also have a stake in Activision and some other big publishers like... Uh, 
We'll say it's Activision and uh, 2K Games. Dude, I, they literally had perfect timing. Uh, yeah, but uh, the, the the company name is Tencent. Tencent. Tencent is a um, it's a what uh, it's um let me oh shit did I uh <laughs> I do this turn on camera okay cool I think I just messed it up let me just make sure if it's still recording okay we're good all right so Tencent is a Chinese company mm-hmm. that has a lot of government money in it um and they have a stake in a lot of American companies and american media they're the ones that i think are the official publishers of uh uh pub mobile oh that's good so they can start like leveraging that to get like benefits for those type of games like activision and those kind of like how twitch does with twitch prime they could yeah. probably do that like a similar thing well sort of except that not everyone sees tencent as a good guy so you know uh valorant the game yeah yeah, uh, what company makes that? Do you know? I don't know. I don't pay too much attention to it. It's a shooting game. Yeah, it's uh, like... Um, CSGO it mixed with yeah. uh, Overwatch. Dude, it looks just like Overwatch. Yeah. It, it looks, looks like both just of like Overwatch. Okay, so Valorant is, is made by Riot Games. Mm-hmm. Um, Riot Games, uh, they, have, uh, they have... Tencent has a partner... They have, not, they have a stake in Riot Games. Jeez, they got a stake in everything. No, no, yeah, they really, really do. Um, so, yeah, so Riot Games is 100% owned by Tencent. I, mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah. Let's see. Riot Games is owned by China. Yeah, okay. No, not 100% owned, but definitely. I think they also own like 30 or 40% of Epic. Jeez. Epic? Wow, like Gears of War epic? Yeah. Okay, okay. So December 2015, Tencent took over Riot Games. So the Tencent is a Chinese company. Part of the reason why people were upset about the Valorant stuff, about how the anti-cheat software in it, you, I don't know if you remember this yeah, was a big deal a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I spyware, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Part of the reason why people were thinking that, it was because, one, it starts up in the BIOS, like immediately when your computer starts up, the cheating software is already working for whatever reason, even though it shouldn't be. But, but, Riot is owned by Tencent, which means that a Chinese company is literally looking into your computer as you're booting it up. Good lord. And that's what people were upset about. Oh, they definitely should be upset about that. I thought that they had done something prior to like them making the game that had people on the fence about them well they own a uh, part of activision blizzard as well which is why the that's why blizzard didn't say shit about the guy that was um that uh that got one his earnings and he said uh free hong kong and then <laughs> yeah, they didn't I give him his that. earnings yeah and it's because tencent has a stake in that so tencent 100 percent owns this trovo live streaming stuff oh well, they need to be more transparent about what they're putting on their games because they shouldn't be tracking people's computers, you know. Net neutrality, I definitely stand for that. Yeah. I don't want companies looking at all my shit worried about me trying to find hacks for fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> you know, it seems kind of unnecessary. Good Lord. But, um, 
but yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been kind of sucked into kind of this week is like just learning about this live streaming website a little bit behind it. I don't know if I'll stream to it. Um, you know, like I said, I don't have brand loyalty really, and um, I don't know. Like I always go back and forth between streaming on Twitch and not streaming on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's things that I like about Twitch, the fact that it's big, the fact that it's easily recognizable. Then there's a whole bunch of other things I don't like about it, like how you search for games or how you search for people. Granted, it has a better search engine than some other places, but then Mixer shut down, and that kind of that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, I really like Twitch. I like the layout. I wish they would stop changing the freaking dashboard, the creator's dashboard, and all that. Just keep it pretty simple. I like how it was before, but they keep trying to like update it so it looks modern and stuff. I'm like, just keep it similar and keep it the same. I like it that way. I like the popularity of Twitch, but um, yeah. It, no, you're right, because I remember when I was streaming on Mixer and I was streaming Dead or Alive, there wasn't a goddamn soul watching that. Yeah, that's also like a niche of a niche game, so people aren't going to be looking for it as much on there. Yeah. And, like, if you go to Trovo right now, which um, uh, that's this probably the last thing I'll say on it. Uh, if you go to it right now, if you look at the top game, if you look at the top streams of games, um, guess which game is number one right now? Uh, probably either Valorant or Pub, not, not PUBG, Apex. Okay, sort of. Apex is number four. Guess how many viewers? Go to go to Twitch and see how many viewers are watching Apex. And then, uh, how many viewers do you think are watching uh, Apex Legends on Trovo? Just just take a wild guess. Let's see. Sorry. So right now, Rich is uh. Furiously typing away, going to twitch.tv. Well, thankfully, Apex, Apex is only like four letters. Uh, so we got 25k watching Apex. Guess how many are watching it on Trovo? 400. Less. What? 200? 161. Oh, wow. That is how well, small this platform is. For all of you who are watching, if you want to get on the ground floor of uh, Trovo, now is your time. Now is yeah. your time to come up. But just a heads up, it is owned by Tencent, which is... Uh, I mean, Tencent makes a lot of shit that we like to play and use, but they are a very shady company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tencent, but, stop uh, uploading that shit on people's computers, man. I want to say they have a stake in, like, movies. Yeah, yeah, they do. Fuck yeah. Not, I remember this now. They helped produce the uh, the Wonder Woman, uh, Terminator. The, I think their big thing, the first big movie, I think it might have been Transformers, uh, mm. Age of Extinction. Tencent Pictures. Found in 2015. Okay, but here's the thing. They were the reason why they had to remove the, uh, the Hong Kong patch from uh, the new Top Gun movie. Oh. Because Tencent owned by China. China doesn't like uh, Hong Kong. They're like the Koch brothers. They got their hands in everything. Dude, they literally have their hands in uh in everything. It's Dang. it's wild. They're like um did you ever see uh that one anime movie? I think it's called Akira. Yes. It's an old one. It's like mm-hmm. the guy turns into a huge monster at the end. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Akira. Yeah, that that's Tencent right there. It's got his hands in everything. Of course. Shit, if I had but, the money, I would do it too. That's true. I mean, the smartest thing you can ever do. Uh, if you're guys, if you're listening, if you want to get into business, take out your notebook and paper right now. 
the smartest thing you could ever do is one not listen to me because I dropped out of college twice. But secondly, um, diversify your portfolio. Oh yeah, diversify your bonds. It's like Dave like, Chappelle's show. Yeah, what, whatever you do in business and money, put your money in other places. Don't put it all in one thing. Yeah. But yeah, that but that's next on the bill. But that's that's pretty much it for my week. How's, how's your week been going, dude? Holy shit, that was a long ass week. <laughs> well, I mean, that was like a couple of days. <laughs> but <laughs> no, my week's been really good. Um, I just been playing games. Got back into Dead or Alive, so it's good to be hanging with the. Um... Hey, I saw you tweeting about that. I saw you. Uh, you started playing Nico. Yeah, I've been messing so, around with the community a little more now. So what does Nico do better than some other players? Because for you guys don't know, me and Rich both play, uh, we, we both play uh, Dead or Alive. He plays at a much higher level than I do. Um, what's your rank? Uh, I'm an S plus, but I guess you could say I play like a U, maybe. I would say I play like a U. Because the thing don't... about Dead or Alive, if y'all don't know, there's a very small community and not a whole lot of people play ranked anymore, so... I would say I play like a U, and all the U players play like the next rank up, which is Topaz, and all the Topazes play like the next rank up. Uh, I am a C rank. Yeah, and he really plays like a, I would say you play like a low A rank. Yeah, something like that. I, I, don't, I don't block enough. Yeah, it's I don't right. He likes the whole Throw punish. It's part of like learning the game. You gotta develop your play style. Yeah, okay, so for anyone that that, okay, so for anyone that um, that's listening to this podcast, how would you describe Dead or Alive compared to some other fighting games that, oh, that you, you're familiar with or that other people might know more than Dead or Alive? Yeah, I actually wanted to make a video about that, but I can definitely briefly explain it. Okay, so Dead or Alive kind of it's a little more fluid. Um, there's not as much neutral as you would say like a Street Fighter or King of Fighters. Um, it's kind of similar to Tekken, but I think Dead, Dead or Alive has much better movement. Because in Tekken, if you can't Korean backdash, you're pretty much fucked in a lot of ways. Because you gotta like back up and whiff punish in 3D games. What's whiff a Korean backdash? Korean backdash is when you like you go down, down, you go back, back, down, back, back, down. Because in Tekken, the characters kind of move like they have bricks on their feet. You know, dead or alive, you can move around pretty easily. You know, it's, movement's not too much of a problem. So, it's very fluid. You have the stun system. You have the hold system. So, once you hit someone, if you get stunned, you can launch them and, of course, go for a bound and a close hit, which gets you a lot of damage on combos. And then the hold system is, if you see your opponent doing, like, a high, you can hit up in the uh, block button and you'll do a hold which kind of Romero's likes to do a lot. That's kind of his thing. <laughs> yes. Because nobody does them, dude. It's high yeah. risk, high reward. But and not nobody only do you take damage off them. of their life bar, you get plus frames off of them. So they're always a good thing to incorporate into your game. Yeah, but um, don't rely on them too much because definition of high risk, high reward. Mm, and then you're going to... might also, win. a unique thing about it is they... Uh, kind of focus more on women than they do male characters. Yeah, so that's also like, an interesting thing to throw in there. I think there's like 31 or 32 or 33 characters in DOA 6, and I think 11 of them are men. Yeah. That's how I counted. 
I it's think a, that's it's a, a cool very... thing. I think that's a underrated factor of it. They do have the boo physics, and you know the fan service is definitely there. If that's your kind of thing, mostly what yeah. brought me to it was the just the kind of the mechanics of the game are very unique compared to other fighters. Yeah. Um, but uh, so you've been playing uh, more Dead or Alive, and who do you normally play on Dead or Alive? Like Usually who's your I play main? Ayane. But I've been trying to pick up different characters. I use um, Ryu Hayabusa from the Ninja Gaiden series. He's like the best character in the game. He's a literal Swiss Army knife of that game. He can yeah, he's pressure kind of you crazy. From anywhere on the screen. He's always a threat. He can Just, teleport. He he can get like really. He can like you can get a Ryu that might get tired of doing combos and might only start doing throws. Dog, he's a beast. He is a monster in that game. So I recently he, picked up Nico, and then it's just been Ryu, fun playing he, with her. He's not considered like a grappler, is he? Is he considered a grappler? Like, yeah. I got no idea. He has grappler frames. Oh, really? Yeah, his neutral throws four frames, just like uh, Tina, wild. Bass. Honika. Honika now. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... um. That that's going cool. then so what kind of made you want to go back into DOA? Uh, I felt like it was a good time for me because you to, you took you took a break from it. Yeah. To play other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was kinda bored with the game a little bit and I think the community was getting a little too toxic. Like I like the competitive aspect. I like the shit talking, but then when it gets just too personal for me, I'm like, all right, now I need to just back off and do something mm. else and that's i think that's a problem that's made made okay. a lot of people leave the community and start pursuing other interests so that's a big issue for me and with fighting games in general yeah but i mean every community has like their toxicity but i think when things start to get way too personal people just kind of lose interest because, like, um, a good example is that, like, uh, you know, I follow a lot of these groups online. I try and engage with some of the community. I, I tend to shit post a lot more than anything. Like, my whole thing is, like, oh, maybe I can make somebody laugh um, by being, like, really, like, really ridiculous. But, mm-hmm. um, like, I'll go to the Apex Legends uh, subreddit or even, like, their Twitter videos. And it's mostly, there's a lot of people, like, bitching about the game and, like, talking about changes that need to be done. This kind of happens with any game. But yeah. then there's a lot more videos of people who are like, oh, hey, by the way, guys, you can do this as a tip to do that. Like, you know, this is a helpful hint that you can do with this part of the map. You know, if you're using this gun, do this and it'll help you, like, be better. Like, this is the specific recoil pattern for this gun. Like, this is why you would need to move your stick to kind of counter it. Yeah. And you do, you definitely do get some of that in fighting games. Like, you definitely get your people that are like, you, they, they want to be the mentors. Um, if you look up at a lot of YouTube videos for Dead or Alive, it is a lot of like, like, oh, look at this combo that I did. Um, you know, there's a couple of people that put out videos like that go very detailed. Like one I can think of was like smartphone, a very detailed guide. Oh of, yeah, like, smart a character force of like, nature. Yeah, yeah, he's a great dude. Met him at Summer Jam. Really cool. Yeah. And he puts out a, like a super detailed guy of guide of like Ayane or Hitomi or something, and. But I feel like, and maybe it's because the group is smaller, but if you were to go to, like, the, the Facebook group or some of the Twitter circles, because Twitter doesn't really do groups, or um, the subreddit, 
is definitely like a little bit more toxic, especially in the subreddit. If you put almost any gameplay in the subreddit, like almost any kind of gameplay, mm-hmm. people don't fucking like it. Yeah, man. And there it, it are, pisses me off. People who just want the aspect of like the boobs and shit, they're out there. Because um, I would post like clips of of gameplay. Sometimes it would have me in it. Sometimes it wouldn't. Sometimes it'd be something I'd record on the PlayStation. I was like, oh, that was kind of cool. And it would. I would have to message the mod. Like it happened like three different times where I'd message the mods and be like, hey man, this video got removed and I don't know why. It's not violating any of the guidelines. Man, I would just lay off of it because it's like once yeah. you put the effort in and it just doesn't get returned. I'm just like. I'll just do something else with my time. Yeah. Um, but uh, that to say, um, and, and the Facebook the Facebook group is way more receptive to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I do like about it. Um, I like that this Facebook group that I kind of just joined, uh, they're uh, very, uh, how do I say it? They're, they're a lot more receptive to that kind of stuff, but they're also way more competitive. Like, I'd like it to be oh, a little yeah. bit more casual. That's the good. That's the one thing I like about the group is that they will play with you and they will help you out. There, there's some really good people in there who've got some good tech, some good tips, some good streamers. There's a lot of different personalities in the DOA community, which is really good and it's really diverse. But it's like when once things get way too competitive, people get real serious. Like the egos come yes. into play. It's just like, come now on, man! Get- it's fighting games. Unless Rihanna. Or like freaking Megan Good is gonna call me for playing Dead or Alive Six. I'm never gonna care that much, you yep. know. Unless I'm gonna be a millionaire off of this game, you know. It's I'm never gonna take it too seriously. Where I'm like I get a big head from all this shit. And that's the one thing that kind of like um, turns me off to a lot of. It's part of the reason why like it takes me a while to make a Dead or Alive video sometimes because it's like I message some people like, "Hey, what do you think of this?" And they're like, "Oh, well." You know, that's kind of already known. And I'm like, well, it's known to you because you know so much about the game. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're trying to get new people in, like, you got to find a way to explain this stuff in a in a digestible way. Yeah, it's not, it's not hard to... No, no, it is hard to get, like, new people into sticking with the game. They'll give it a chance because, you know, Core Fighters is free. But it's yeah. hard to get people to stay with it because... It's quite the hill to climb up if you come into that community because those people are really good. And I started climbing the ranks and I had to go through like the same initiation as everyone else. So that's yeah. cool. So that that that's dead or life, everybody. Um, what other stuff have you been? Uh, what other games have you been playing persona? Oh, yeah, dude. I've been mainlining persona five, like right into the veins. <laughs> that game is just fun. <laughs> I can't help it. Every time I have some, like, free time, like, you know what, let me do a Persona 5 run and get some more uh, links going, level up my characters. It's just a fun-ass game. Do you have, like, multiple save files or something? Uh, I had the one for Persona, and then I got Persona 5 Royale. So it has, like, all that extra content and all the good stuff, more characters, and all kinds of stuff like that. Um... I've never played Persona 5, so how would you sell me on it? Uh, I would say it's like Final Fantasy. I've never played a Persona game, period, actually. Yeah, it's like a turn-based Final Fantasy game, but it also has like a social life aspect where you can turn it into a dating simulator if you want to do that. Or you can um, just learn about the characters in the world. 
And it's pretty modern, to be honest, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's so. Yeah, but, but it's um, turn-based. It's not like the new Final Fantasies. It's like the old Final Fantasies. Okay. So, um, it, anything else go on with your week, or any, or is that it? Uh, that's mostly what I've been doing. Just playing Persona 5, getting back in the DOA, um, watching Avatar on Netflix here and there. Yeah, I just got done watching that like three weeks ago. Yeah, man. I'm new to Avatar, so like, Toph dude, me too. Is, like the coolest fucking character I've seen. I love. Uh, Toph. What part? What episode or what part of the um, series are you in? Oh, I finished it. Oh, you just finished it? Mm-hmm. So I started rewatching it just to see like if there's anything I missed. Oh, um, dude, my favorite relationship in that whole series is uh, the Uncle Iroh and Zuko relationship. Oh yeah, it's really good. Like just it's. It's crazy how good that show is. Like, there's some really good themes, some really good bonds in there. It's really yeah, good. I, for me, the first season is a little bit too slow, but I, I get I get why they did it the way they did because yeah. they're kind of trying to introduce you to the world. They're kind of building these characters that I was surprised come out in season two and even season three. Mm-hmm. Um, like like the Kiyoshi Warriors, they're in the second episode. Yeah, and you don't see them again for the rest of the first season, but they make an impact. They make like a cameo in season three, in season two, and then they become really well. One of them becomes really important in season three. Yeah, and I think like it has a lot of little world building things where it kind of like goes back to like little random things that you, well, not random, but like things that you didn't think were that important, but then they become more important. Yeah. Like, that show is really fucking good. Like, it's pretty well paced for, uh, for like, an anime thing. And then they don't yeah. do a whole lot of flashbacks. They build the characters up. They make good choices. They make mistakes here and there. But it's nothing like the group can't check another person for making a mistake. Like, when mm-hmm. um the waterbending chick was calling out the Toph for uh, scamming people, it was pretty good. Yeah, I'm it's, surprised um, that they had so many adult themes into that show. They, you know, they don't, they're not like adult themes like drinking and stuff, but like adult problems that we would go through. Oh yeah, it's a, it's really well done. Like I said, if you haven't seen it, um, the first, I think the first seasons are a little, uh, like a little slow, but it feels like it has to be that way, just because it introduces you to so many concepts of the show. Hmm. And yeah, it draws and, you in. Like you wonder about the Fire Nation, you wonder about Earth bending, because all we see is water and wind at first. So we want to yeah. like see the rest. Yeah, and uh what I thought was really cool is like how they mentioned a lot of bossing say in like the first season. They mentioned it a lot. They mentioned like every other episode at least once. Mm-hmm. But you don't even know what it looks like, and then in the second season, a majority of the second season takes place in it. Mm-hmm. And I like I like all that like just like cool ass like world building. Yeah. Like and then with, even when you get there, they have the whole drill going in there, so they have to stop yeah. that first, and then we get to the then we get to the city. It's like a really good build up. I like yeah, it. and then um, and even then they have this one episode where you follow like what the different characters are doing, uh, in Bossing Say, they're like over the course of like a month, I think. Yeah. And um, 
Once again, Eros is I really like Uncle Eros. Um like oh, what he does son. in the city. Yeah. Yeah, with his son. I thought that was really, really, really rad. Um yeah, they have a lot of like really cool stuff. I like how <laughs> like um Zuko uh his hair grows back throughout the show. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of like uh symbolic of like his character development. Yeah. Yeah, and um uh, I also like how even when he tries to be a good guy, he just fucks up a lot. Yup, because he definitely had that moment of weakness before they shot uh, the Avatar with the lightning. I was like, oh, yeah. man, why'd you switch sides, dude, again? Yeah, and, and, and that's and that's cool because, like, you know, if you're ever trying to make a bad guy into a good guy, they wouldn't, like, they wouldn't just turn the page just like that. Yeah, you're right. Like, Especially in real life, his, that... His father, and he was trying to redeem himself, and, you know, he had the opportunity to catch the avatar again so of course he would take it yeah it's like it's almost like um yeah it's like i i like that a lot because it's like such a real life thing of like if you're ever changing your opinion on something it it's it's slow it's gradual it's never unless it's like some kind of like emergency it's never like that yeah and and i i like that a lot about about the show yeah really good show i was yeah, surprised de- yeah definitely when it uh, comes to check- anime i'm usually the first one to be like man this shit is fucking trash like i could never watch dragon ball i know i have a dragon ball z shirt on but i could never watch dragon ball z at like the old age i'm at like 30 i can't watch any more shows that are like dragon ball z or naruto i'm like this shit is just too long it's too many flashbacks too much drawn out bullshit. I'm like, just get to the story or entertain me. Well, th- and that's the one thing I like about uh, Avatar a lot is that, like, uh, how much of Naruto did you watch? I uh, watch. I'm pretty sure I watched most of it. I might have skipped the filler episodes, but I'm pretty sure, like, I watched most of it. I have a good understanding of the show. Because, um, because, okay, so the show, I think, combined with. I think when Naruto and Naruto Shippuden combine, I want to say they have over 500 episodes. Yeah. That, I'm pretty sure it's up there because it's too fucking many. Uh, uh, let me look, look it up. Episode uh, number. Well, the reason I'm saying uh, I'm saying that is because so Avatar does something that's really uh, okay, so regular Naruto has 220, but I think the last two seasons were straight up only filler. It was just stuff that happened after Sasuke left. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Naruto Shippuden has, fuck, Naruto Shippuden has 21 seasons. What the fuck? That's, why does it have that many, why does it have 21 seasons? That's insane. Yeah, like, to an anime lover, that probably sounds amazing. To me, it just sounds like, hell no. Okay, so Naruto Shippuden has 500 episodes. So combined, it's over seven hundred and twenty episodes. Dude. So, um, a lot of that is filler. A lot of that is filler. It's like thirty or forty percent of that is just straight up filler. Yeah, and I watched it when the series was done. That's when I went through like the the show. Yeah, and that's how I watch a lot of shows now. Actually, it's like I just wait for it to finish because because uh, I'm just like I'm not gonna go along for this ride if it's gonna take a long fucking time. I'm just gonna wait. If it's yeah. gonna take a long time, I'll just watch it when it's over. <laughs> And I'm like, 
Can we get that's to the fights I, and to the good shit? Like, I don't care about the rest of this dumb shit. I don't care about these flashbacks. I don't care about 90% of this crap. I just want to get to the fights and the story. That's what I did with uh, Game of Thrones where I um, I said, oh, well, I'm not going to watch it until uh, it's over. And then during the last season, everyone started complaining about it. And I was like, oh, well, I'm just not going to watch it anymore. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> why I hated Naruto because it felt like I was just always building up to the next fight. And I'm just ready mm-hmm. to get to the fight, and then I'm just waiting these episodes to get to the next fight or get a decent story. And they draw that story out like so long. And uh, the thing, the thing I want to say, the annoying. way it goes back to Avatar is that um, Avatar does the bad guy turns good. Um, they do that arc really well. Like they do it really, really good. Over the whole series. Yeah, over three freaking seasons. Three seasons. seasons. That's it. Yeah, and so, like, when you go to Naruto and you have, oh, Sasuke's good, then he turns bad. But he has to turn good by the end of the show because Boruto's already been out for a while. And in Boruto, he's a dad. So, they got to get Sasuke to be good. And they ride that train as long as fucking possible to turn him good. He is evil for like 99.9% of Naruto Shippuden and then he turns good at the end. Dog. And I haven't seen the I haven't seen the whole show. I haven't seen the whole show, but how much you want to bet that he has to fight someone to turn good? I'm not going to say anything cuz I don't want to ruin it for you, but that show sucks Sasuke off so hard. It's just <laughs> And I, the sad thing is, I wanted to see more of, like, Neji. I wanted to see more of Kiba. I wanted to see more of um, Choji. Uh, the, um, the, the guy that was uh, that was always sleeping a lot. Sleeping um, all the time? Oh. Yeah, um, he should have been the Hokage. He's, like, the smartest one. I saw the way he took out that Nikatsuki guy. Yeah, he's that was cool. Who, that was uh, Shikamaru. Shikamaru, yeah. yeah Shikamaru is one of my cool favorite characters. Too. I was like, he is so smart. He should have been, the by the end of it, he should have been the Hokage. Because mm-hmm. Naruto eventually becomes a Hokage, and you can tell because of fucking Boruto. Yeah. They spoil that shit. Okay, good. I don't want to spoil it, but... <laughs> but I don't know cool why Shikamaru was not the Hokage, especially when... Especially during Naruto Shippuden, they spent the whole... Anytime Shikamaru is on screen, they go out of their way to tell you, man, that guy right there, he sleeps a lot, but he's really fucking intelligent. Yeah. Like they make all these characters so cool, and then they're just they just amount to nothing. It's kind of it's really anticlimactic in the end. I'm sorry, but I really wanted to see those characters develop and get stronger. And then they're just like, nope, fuck them, Naruto, Sasuke. That's yeah, what you're getting, bitch. And I'm like, okay. So I, and don't even yeah, get they me just started have... on the females. Holy shit, they're like <laughs> cannon fodder. Yeah, I mean, dude. Well, that's the thing is that like Sasuke ends up. I know he ends up marrying uh, what's her name, um, Sakura, but doesn't he hit her like multiple times throughout Shippuden? Like multiple goddamn times. Like I think he stabs her at one point. I don't know. If she heals herself. I don't want to ruin it, but let's just <laughs> but say I'm... if I had been the, that kind of relationship with a female and she had made that many attempts on my life, I would not have married her. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's like. I, it's I so, would never do that, fam. It's so... Uh, it just annoys me that Avatar has a really good, really good, like, bad guy to good guy arc. 
It's done really well. It's done over the course of like 60 episodes. <laughs> and then you have Naruto that has about 700 episodes going like, he's a he's a good guy at first, then he turns bad guy, then he's going to be a good guy. But we're going to need 400 episodes. Order them right now. We uh, need to tell this story. In Avatar, they would have handled Sasuke being in an abusive relationship with, uh, was it Sakura? They would have addressed yeah. that shit and they would have broke up. And they would have like yep. just just dismissed uh, Sasuke. Avatar would not handle that shit. Yeah, and then not only that, but Sasuke was also considered a terrorist because he joined the Akatsuki. Yeah. Or wait, no, his brother was a part of the Akatsuki. Yeah, you'll find out about it. No, no, he was definitely wearing a Scott and Akatsuki coke. Yeah, co- no, he coat. he joined the Akatsuki. Nah, yeah, that's just a fucking terrorist. Mm-hmm. He's a ninja terrorist. All right, I'm done with Naruto. Fuck Naruto. <laughs> that was pretty good. People love anime, so I'm sure they'll like that. I part. mean, Naruto has a lot of cool shit. Like, I love every single one of the Akatsuki fights, like, right before and after. I love yeah, it a they're lot. They're sick. It's just building yeah. up to it, which is the yeah, problem. Like, the when they introduce Shippuden, when they get to the, the puppet dude, I'm like, oh, man, I love all this shit. This is all, this is all good shit right here. They got that old-ass lady, like, doing some puppet shit, too. I was like, oh, that's cool. And um, the, the puppet guy, they did, like, a whole Metal Gear Solid plot twist. Boom. Not yeah. who you think it is. He was tight. Like, I like all the Akatsuki members. They're fucking cool. Yeah. Um, the, the dude that Shikamaru got, uh, the, the one with the, that looked like a goddamn monster underneath, that mm-hmm. was fantastic. All that shit was cool. The guy, my favorite one was Hadan, the one that controlled the shadows. Yeah. Or, like, looked like a scout. He was wacky and fucking cool. Pain, the best. The absolute best. That's when Naruto peaked for me, was when they got to Pain, and then he started learning more about his backstory. And he started learning more about, uh, what Orochimaru and, um, the old guy with the white hair were doing during the previous Ninja War. Mm-hmm. And like uh, what that that chick with that makes the origami stuff the um oh the, I don't know Kona Ko, uh, yeah Conan whatever. who does like the paper yeah. stuff <laughs> she's named after coffee um <laughs> I'm, I'm serious I think Hawaiian's coffee is called Kona coffee anyway um she was she was rad like the the whole pain little thing was cool and even the person that ended up like kind of pulling the strings from the back mm-hmm. uh, who was like giving pain his power or whatever he ended up being pretty cool because he had red hair and naruto's mom from what i know has red hair and he had the exact same last name as naruto which makes sense because naruto didn't have the same last name as minato yeah and they they came from the same clan that was cool. yeah and that was cool that that was tied together and like if you knew you knew and if you didn't you didn't but uh, it's, it's so much bloat in between. Yeah. So much goddamn blubber in between. Because they like, they'll like draw this shit out. Like, we knew that Minato was freaking Naruto's dad. It just took like 18 million seasons to get to that part. I'm like, all right, man. His face was on the fucking mountain. Yeah. Like, he looks just <laughs> like him. Like, come on, yo. <laughs> Anyway. His face was on the. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Fuck Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what else? What else did you want to talk about? <laughs> so the next thing, man, is have you seen like all these people getting like canceled off of like Twitch and you know the whole Me Too movement? Someone needs to message the Hidden Leaf Village in the name of Sakura, Sakura, and she needs to Me Too Sasuke because yeah, I know Sasuke hit the fuck out of her. She should have done that a minute ago, but. 
I'm not even going to um, speak on that abusive relationship. But I know that a lot of streamers... Well, I've heard. I've heard because I don't keep up as that much with Twitch. I keep up with the big news, not so much of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's a... There's a lot of people that seem to be, like, losing their platform. Yeah, that's what I noticed. But, like, this week, because I don't know everyone's name on Twitch, but it seemed like there was a lot of people who were just getting blown up. And I'm like, what is going on here? Because it wasn't just, like, one or two people. It was, like, eight or something like that. Dude, it's. I think it's way more than eight. I think it, it seems like it's a lot of people. Yeah, someone it's had, a lot of... I saw, like, a spreadsheet on one of the articles. It was nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know what's going on, man. It's just, uh, I, I legitimate, uh, legitimately, I don't fully understand and comprehend what's going on. I don't know if Twitch is just being, like, stricter on their terms of service. No, because they changed their terms of service for this. I think it was earlier this week when they, like, showed it off because people were talking about it. And but how they're um, gonna take I'll, those things like more seriously. I'm pretty sure is what they said. Yeah, and then uh, on the other side of that, you got that one dude suing Twitch for uh, you can't stop like fucking jacking off to oh my streamers. God, that is so weird. You got both those things going on at once. Yes, a whole bunch of people being purged from the platform for for things that they may have done to other people. And uh, and the thing is, I don't know if like. There's I, I can't keep up with all of it. I don't know how much of it has been proven true. I don't know how much of it is so far allegedly done. I just don't know. Yeah, most of it is allegedly. And honestly, it's not even like stuff that's happened this week. It's been like yeah. stuff that's been in the past and then it's like come back. Which is nuts. Like um I'm sure you know about the Angry Joe thing. Yeah, um actually interesting thing on that. I was actually following up on that one. Um so on Reddit, uh, that lady. So you know how she posted a long medium, uh, a long medium um, article yeah. about how uh, Angry Joe uh, supposedly like uh, I don't even know what you call it. Se- I think sexually harassed her. Yeah. Yeah. Um. She deleted that. Damn. Yeah, because Angry Joe said he was going to get his lawyers and stuff. Now, I don't know why she deleted it. I don't know if she also got lawyers and her lawyers told her, hey, you need to delete this right now. Yeah, unless you have, like, actual proof or something like that, you're probably going to get hit with a cease and desist if it's a big personality. And then Angry Joe, I don't think he's going to talk about it at all until his lawyers let him. And that could be a year, two, three, four years from now. Yeah. Yeah, that could take a very, very, very long time. And I don't know what the the chick's uh, lawyers are. um, Mm -hmm. But, I mean, they could also tell us, like, hey, stop talking about this. Because that's what they did with Angry Joe. They told him to stop talking about it. Yeah. And um, it is weird that she deleted her, her allegation. And she also, I think on her Twitter, she... Actually, I'm not gonna say because I, I I legitimately don't know without looking at it. Yeah. But um. But it, it's 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 definitely wild the amount of people getting accused of things. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm glad like, I never like fully dived in to like certain communities and just started like networking with a bunch of people because you know maybe I would have uh, liked some of these women and 
made a move on them possibly or like messaged them or something but i've never done that because i just don't really know the terms of engagement especially on twitch and like messaging people i'm from like the 90s so we went outside we talked to women and we kind of got the whole you know we would talk for back and forth you get the banter a little bit of it's what do you say these days like you would get some Yo, physical did you hear feedback. that band that shit slaps so hard what bum, 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 that's what they would say oh, oh my you said God. what they would say these days so i was that like did you hear that bad that shit slaps bum, 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 me me meme yeah we didn't have memes back then so you kind of had to go off of like you're talking dude memes were called jokes yeah they were jokes yeah and like you would know if a girl liked you she would start talk like touching you calling you and all kinds of stuff nowadays i'm not really so sure so people be like slapping them dms rich i'm like uh no because i don't know what to say no. so yeah i don't like the whole sliding into dm stuff well it's just uh it's uh, i think it's called pose law it's, it's the biggest problem with the internet uh let me look up what pose law is i feel like i know a lot of shit but i can't regurgitate it back yeah it happens yeah, okay. Opposed law is an adage of internet culture stating that without a clear indicator of the author's intent, it's impossible to create a parody of extreme views. Yeah. So ba basically what that means is that like unless the person writing you, unless the person writing something on the internet is saying what, the reason why they're writing it. Like explicitly. It's explicitly, you can take that any in any way right. whatsoever. It could be offensive. It could be not offensive. It's just, it's the internet. Like you... Since you don't have a tone, you don't have a voice, there's no real way you can tell how you're saying something sarcastic. Yeah, that's why, like, I said, we were in the 90s, like, I, yeah, the term is body language. We always had body language, yeah. so if you were given a certain energy, you would get that reciprocated back, and then you know, like, you could either proceed, or if a woman wasn't interested, you know, you could back off and just stay, like, as a, as a friend. And that's not, like, a bad thing, like the friend zone. It's just, you know, you know to stop and it's not going to go any further than that. But like yeah. now on the Internet, you can just keep pushing and pushing and just messaging yep. people until you get like ghosted or blocked. It's like there's no like real rule for this kind of shit. So a lot of people don't like maneuver the right way. Yeah, it's um, uh, it, it, it definitely sucks for sure, because I I. I don't know what the solution for any of this kind of stuff yeah, would be. I don't know because it seems like it goes one or two ways. Either they just keep pushing and get blocked or me tooed or something like that. Like it goes way, way too far or people just get ghosted and they're like, oh, that person's a bitch or that person's a dickhole. So this is a, this is a really good example. This is a tweet that I like and I'm going to retweet it right now because it's a good fucking tweet. So the tweet is from a chick named uh, at Brie X Haru. Mm -hmm. And it says, y'all see how men are made. Y'all see how men are. I made it clear. I said no so many times. Some of y'all weird as fuck. And like the whole point of this tweet was like, you know, for some people, no doesn't mean no. For some people, you can say no and they'll just keep pushing relentlessly. Yeah, because some people like to be chased. Some people are like, persistence is key. And they'll take that literally at face value. And they're just like, so, okay, I just need to be persistent with this person. It's like, so, no. <laughs> so she not posted, always the case. So she posted some images um, of the dude uh, that was messaging her. And uh, his name, I'm not going to say his username, but his name was Miguel Garcia. 
So Miguel says, hey, let's fuck. I'll pull up right now. We can do it in my car. Ha ha. And then she accepted the, the message request because on Twitter, you would have to accept a message request. Mm-hmm. And um, she says no. And then he says, can we just kiss? Talk? Then she says no. He's like, damn, like that? Sad face emoji. And then uh, she says, yeah. So it is like that. So then this this long thread, it continues. She says, um, I mean, why can't you give me a chance? You act like I'm going to do something stupid. And then she said, because I don't want to. LOL. I said no twice already. So then he says, I just want to see you. I just want to see you give you dick, hopefully, and chill. All right, then. My bad for bothering you. Let me suck them. We can get tacos after. And so she said, uh, I said no three times already. What makes you think I want to now? And it's true. <laughs> like, none of this shit's romantic. None of this stuff's up in any kind of universe. None of this stuff sounds like you're approaching someone with, uh, with good intent. Yeah, dog. That literally sounds like that scene in Anchorman where they're all trying to hit on the weather chick. Oh, yes. And the one, one guy's like, hey, you want to go out, you know, have some chicken, have some sex, you know, see how the night goes. He's <laughs> like, yo, you can't be fucking serious right now. So then, um, so then, uh, so she said no three times already. And he says, what the fuck? I don't even remember. Oh, so now, so she said no three times. And I guess now later he says, oh, what the fuck? I don't even remember texting you. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I do. So then he uh, says, you give all these motherfuckers chances and who just hit it and quit it, but you can't even let me take you out? So then she said, who said I give people chances? Uh, LMFAO, I never let people hit it and quit it. You weird oh, for that. You can't take no for an answer, bro, you weird. So he, Miguel comes back with the <laughs> LMAO, you weird too, honey, relax. And uh, she says, weird for saying no more than once. I made it clear. And then he says, uh, yeah, because apparently you know who I am, LMAO. I don't need to say no, now leave me alone. Jesus and, Christ, this guy oh, no, is and this, this, this goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the um, fuck? Yeah, yeah. And like I said, if you want to see it, just go to my Twitter account, at uh, Ramavalos underscore YT. I just retweeted Holy it. Holy shit, dude. Calm and he says, down. Weird for making it, uh, for saying no more than once. He's like, yeah, because apparently you know who I am. I don't need to. I said no, now leave me alone. And so he responds with uh, with how a lot of these people tend to end their messages, which is, uh, go get hurt by fuckboys then. Yeah, I would agree. He tried to hit her with a high school shit. Like, why are you dating this guy? You should be dating me. You give all these fuckboys a chance. Why not me? Look. Let me tell you guys out there, that is the last thing you want to say to a girl. That is literally some high school fucking stalker level BS. I know it looks good when you're watching it on like little Nickelodeon shows and shit, but in real life, don't fucking do that. Do not fucking do that, yo. The last thing you want to do is compare yourself to another guy. Because then it's just, it's not going to work out in your favor. It's really not. Yeah, and trust like, me, I've been that guy before in high school. I'm like, yo, why you date this fucking dickhead who's like just bragging to you about his friends? And it did not work out the way I wanted to. So I was like, well, well, got to change that up. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. It's definitely unfortunate. People, people definitely uh, do not um, take hints at all, ever. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine this probably happened into a lot of Twitch streamers, a lot of YouTube personalities, especially the ladies, because I know it's a lot of dudes, you know, we're in like a 
more introvert type of hobby when it comes to gaming and YouTube and the internet and such. So, you know, they're going to shoot their shot when they feel like it's being when the opportunity kind of presents itself, especially when you're like donating to Twitch and she says your name or your user tag or you get to play a couple games with her, maybe talk to her on Discord. So, there was a word I for can that. Imagine. What was it? Parasocial? Give me a second. Because I was one yeah. a couple times. Parasocial. That's the, that's the word you're looking for. It's a parasocial relationship. Parasocial. What? Oh. Yeah, one-sided relationship where one person extends emotional energy, interest, and time, and the other party, the persona, is completely unaware of the other's existence. So, oh, yeah. Because you're just yeah. text on the screen to her. You're just a, a name. You, there's no, like, person attached to it. Yeah, it's, um... Yeah, it's... You're, you're looking at, like, you're, you're making it seem more than what it is. Yeah. Yeah, and like a donation. A like, donation getting to know people over the internet i mean i'm i don't mean you're literally just a name i just mean on the screen you're just a name they can't really put a person like a face and a personality just to that name but yeah. you know if you go to like twitchcon or you develop relationships with people over discord that's good it's just make sure and, you um, you know realize the terms of what you're on and you can just be friends don't yeah, escalate and, it unless you know that there's clear signs that the person wants to be with you and like always remember that like while you're online like once again pose law like unless someone is actually unless you're aware of that person's sense of humor or how that person types like you got to know that person unless a person explicitly says like you know what what they mean by what they're typing if you can interpret it almost any way and they can do the same thing to you yeah mm -hmm. and um but yeah, but between parasocial relationships and uh, I guess Poe's law, it's uh, it's uh, people people are weird. Yeah, I hope they learn from this and uh, you know, maneuver a little bit better on the internet. Be careful what you do, and uh, you know, think before you post. I guess. Yeah. Also, if you uh, if you think it's if you don't know if it's gonna be weird or not, honestly, just ask one of your close friends. Yeah. Yeah, like, your friends will tell you if something's a bad idea or not. Yeah. And sometimes your friends might be wrong, but it's always good to have a second, third, fourth, even fifth opinion. Mm hmm Yeah. So what's going on, dude? I know you had something you wanted to talk about. Uh, no, I'm looking over what we put in our list. <laughs> oh, well, actually, um... No, the the guy uh, back to that guy uh, suing Twitch for masturbation. That's that's actually a real thing. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's suing Twitch because um he uh he's he has depression and a whole bunch of other mental health issues, and on top of that, he's um he's fucking uh he he cannot get away from his computer screen and. Uh, uh, donates way too much money to uh, some female streamers. Oh, poor guy, man. I do feel bad for that guy. I mean, that's, that's a that's a complicated issue, my man. It's it's it is, but like you know, there's a there's um you know, Doctor Phil always says uh, he says this. I like Doctor Phil show a lot, um, but um, problems are often complex, multi layered difficult to figure out why people have problems or 
why people are the way they are due to problems. Mm-hmm. It it is problems are difficult. Just look at this whole racism shit right now going on in yeah. the country. But solutions are often very simple. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. It's it's difficult to. I mean, it's understandable, and it's also difficult to figure out why someone is very very racist. But the solution is simple. You know, stop being racist. Yeah, now get stuff out there. Getting that person to that solution might be very difficult for reasons unknown but solutions usually very simple problems very complicated yeah and with with this guy and his mental health issues yeah the the solution is simple take away his computer just maybe don't use the computer for a while yeah it sounds like you don't, just need some other hobbies some real life yeah, friends and maybe like go, some exercise yeah go camping for a while like i don't know like stay away from tech i just think he needs to stay away from technology for a bit yeah like go out and then go get a few party like but once again i don't know the guy i don't know his story i it, it's i mean clearly he takes this serious enough where he thinks that this is detrimental to his life yeah but i mean at the same time it's once again solutions aren't are there they do tend to be a little bit more simple than the problem themselves it's just no i mean it's great that he's supporting streamers and whatnot that's really good i mean don't mm-hmm. lose your whole life savings and your all your money just donating to Twitch streamers. You definitely don't need to do that. You know, I don't think there's a Twitch streamer that maybe there are, but me as a Twitch streamer, I don't want people to lose their livelihood over me just because you know I play video games with you and whatnot. And yeah. I'm not sure why you want to masturbate to a streamer. That kind of weirds know. me out because there's been a couple times where I'm just streaming and like, yo, turn your cam on, but I'm like. Why do you want me to turn my cam on? I'm like, I was kind of <laughs> just chilling, you know, it's like 9 a.m. in the morning. I don't really want to show my face because I'm like, just finished done eating like Eggo waffles and stuffing my face full of like strawberry milk. <laughs> I just want to relax. So I'm like, are you going to like jack it off to my face? I'm like, don't do that. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Some people just like to see your beautiful smile, Rich. That's all that person wanted. <laughs> You denied them just, your smile. I imagine someone like jacking off to a stream. It's just the it's the weirdest shit I've ever heard. No, yeah, for real, especially because uh, pornography is so like uh, so oh, accessible. Yeah. I always forget that cam girls are a thing. Yeah, this is yeah. the internet. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's I don't know. I mean, pornography being accessible has its other issues. Like the, you, you do get people that are legitimately addicted to masturbation now yeah that's that's a that's a problem with a lot of teenagers not just it's not just boys it's also like girls like it's and it's hindering the relationship of uh it's hindering building normal relationships oh yeah for sure yeah and i that's why i can't get too attached to because i really like normal relationships even me i would say as an introvert i'd rather talk to you like face to face even though like a face cam or you know, Discord chat. I would really love to do that than, I guess, jack off or just fake like I have a relationship with like an anime character no. or anything. Like, it, there's no replacing that. I don't know, man. Those uh, those new uh, virtual tubers are uh, they're they're replacing oh, stuff. Oh no, not those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the I've virtual seen that. Build a doll chicks. I've actually seen that advertised on like YouTube. I was like, really? 
Dude, there's a, there's a, so one time I was on Pornhub and I was looking at the recommendation stuff and there is something that legitimately freaked me out. And um, I don't know if you guys know this, there's a whole category for this on Pornhub and it's real, but it's grown as men and women having sex, but with big ass anime heads. What? Like a whole like plastic big anime head, like like a furry, but with anime uh, heads. Dude, you can look it up. Uh, I'm not gonna. It, it's fucking creepy. It's like almost like real life dolls. It's My fucking God. weird. It's, it's fucking weird. And uh, for I like I grew up being scared of Chucky and being scared of all these like fucking dolls. Hell no. Kill, like that shit is legitimately very creepy to me. So. It's like a helmet, like a Daft Punk helmet, but that with, with like an anime character on top of it, right? Yeah, like a head and the hair, and it's uh, Jesus it's, uh, Christ, it's very, very creepy. Um, that being said, dude, I have to go to the bathroom really bad right now. It just hit me. Oh, you're cool. You can just edit All that right. out. All right, I'm back. Oh, yo, yo, yo! It's your yeah. boy Zaka right here. <laughs> so, um, did you look up the uh? The weird doll people? No. I'm not looking right. that shit up. Dude, it's it's the the thing that, that, that weirds me out the most is people in like doll costumes and especially people in doll costumes having sex. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> dude, that's uh that's some nightmare fuel for me. Dude, it was already enough shit. when I figured out what furries were and I watch um internet historians video on like the furry con thing. I was like, holy shit, no. Oh, yeah. Some of them go, like, uh, actual, like... It's weird. It's like there's two sides of the furry community. There's the people that like just like dressing up. And then there's people that want to fuck. Yeah. Like, just... they All they want to do is just fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like they party hard. There's no denying that. So. Yeah. No one has ever partied harder than a furry. Hey, look... I support it as long as they like it. I love it. That's great. Do your thing, <laughs> yeah. I ain't mad at y'all. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, awkward conversations aside. We can move away from this topic altogether. Yeah, sure. But yeah, um, anyway, uh, what else in uh, games and stuff um are you excited for? Oh, definitely. I know. Did you watch that um that cyberpunk? Uh, new trailer I saw some of it yeah it looks uh, really uh, really out there yeah I really am digging it the more they show that game like the more I'm just like alright I just want to see it I want to play it this is cool I just want to dive into this world and just see what crazy shit CD Projekt Red has put in this game cause it just looks so cool it's like Grand Theft Auto but in like first person view and then it's in the future it's just sick I don't like first-person view that much. I didn't like it at first, but then I was like, I came around to it because I feel like if you had kind of taken like the third-person approach, it would kind of take you out of the immersion of being like first-person. Like first-person, I feel like you're just in the world. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I just don't like it. It's like, um, it's part of the reason why I wasn't that big into like Overwatch skins because we played Overwatch together. Yeah. And... I do not care for the skins at all in that game. And part of the reason is because it's in the first person. Yeah, I mean, you can't see them. 
<laughs> you literally can't see. The only time you can ever see him is if you went play the game. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, never like I that that way. Yeah, at least that's at least in Apex Legends when you do like a fatality because there are fatalities in that game, mm-hmm. um, which is the, one of the coolest shit about Apex Legends. But yeah, when you do a fatality, it like it gives you like a more cinematic camera angle so you can actually see your character. Yeah, and when you're diving down, you can see your character and do like cool emotes. And uh, when you win, you can also see your character. And in Overwatch, you do see your character when you win, but so much of that game is, like, you never, ever see your character. At least in Apex, you can do a fatality to everyone you kill. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, being, we, like, a transhuman doesn't interest you in Cyberpunk? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how that game is. I have no idea about that. I don't know how that game's story is even going to work. No, you're just I'm like, excited. I'm excited. I think you're like lower class and you kind of like work your way up like the ladder and stuff and build your connections and then you can like upgrade your arms and your weapons and shit. That's what it yeah, seems like to me. It seems like it's going to have a really interesting narrative. I don't know what the story is really going to be about, but I'm willing to go on the journey. It sounds like it's going to be cool. Like it looks cool. Like the game looks better than I thought it was going to look. Mm-hmm. Like this is probably gonna be the best looking game of this. I don't even know if you can even consider this game a this generation game because at this point it got moved back to like what November. Yeah, and so it's basically it's gonna, gonna have be a patch for PS5. It's gonna be launching with the new consoles. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know if this is a current gen game anymore. <laughs> I think that's probably why they keep pushing it back. But I, I like, I have no idea how long this game. This game, if the game is longer than like. 20 story then 20 hours i'm gonna be pretty shocked oh it is it definitely is a cd project red man you know how long the witcher is the witcher 3 uh, yeah one of my uh cousins just played it he told me that he it it it, it took a lot of his time <laughs> that game is long as shit so i'm sure like even if it's half of that length it's about it's definitely going to be a really good game oh that's interesting dude youtube do you know youtube has chapters now Oh yeah, for videos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I gotta start. In the, Dude, in the little thing. I gotta start timestamping our fucking podcast. Yeah, people love the timestamps. I love them. Okay, I'm gonna. You're gonna be in charge of timestamps uh, next time. Sure. Why not? Yeah, just put it in the Discord and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll uh, figure it. out. How oh, can you yeah, tell on Discord how long you've been? Okay, there's a little recording time by the rec. Okay. Okay. So if you look at the bottom right of your uh, OBS. Mm-hmm. You can see how long it's been recording. It says REC. Yeah, I got it on. All right, we'll we'll, we'll time stamp it through through that. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Did that's you cool. see that's, the, the that's Crash Bandicoot rad. trailer? Yeah, I uh I saw the uh I saw the, the box art. I didn't. I saw the box cover the box cover leak. Yeah. I didn't realize they even had a trailer out. Yeah, there's a trailer, Crash 4, It's About Time. Looks pretty awesome. Oh, they're doing the time thing again. Crash Bandicoot 3 was about time. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I played Crash Bandicoot 3. was probably, I think, the one I played the most. Hell yeah, that was really good. Crash Bandicoot 3 warped. Good yeah, I remember times. during the uh, during the, the original PS1, people did not like it as much as uh, the first or the second. Yeah, I think I the think ev- second one's like the best. But that's what everyone says. Good. At least that's what I remember people saying. Yeah, I think yeah. the second one was the best. 
because it had the, the the high jump, just a couple extra moves. The third one just took it like next level. They just went crazy with it, like the running shoes yeah. and all that. Yeah, and cool. that, I think that's what I like about it. But um, yeah, I'm looking at the trailer right now. It looks pretty cool. I like the uh, the like uh, the Aztec uh, vibe that they're sticking with it, even though it's in the future. Yeah, it looks like this should have just been the next one after all the rest, because Crash went through some bullshit after like the PlayStation One. Man, he has a lot of misfires. He had one PS2 game, right? Those games? No, he had a couple. It was like Twin Sanity. Uh, yeah, something with the Titans. He had a couple games. I'm like, these aren't as good. They weren't bad, but they definitely weren't as good as the first three. So let's see. Crash Bandicoot 1, Cortex Strikes Back, Warped. Then there's the Wrath of Cortex, which was the first one for the PS2. Yeah, that game was not that great. The loading times Twin were Sanity. horrendous. Crash of the Titans. Yeah, I remember playing that. Mind Over Mutant. Didn't have that one. Yeah, and that's that's kind of. I'm surprised they didn't release one for the PS. Oh no, they did. Crash of the Titans was the PSP. So, oh, Wrath of Cortex. I remember seeing the this. I don't think that. I think that might have been the best PS2 one. I remember that's the one that introduced the the big like Hulk version of uh, Crash. Oh, let me see this. You remember the the bigger, the Wrath of Cortex? It had the, like the bigger Crash. Yeah, Twin Sanity. I don't remember that one at all. And Crash of the Titans, I don't remember that one at all either. Yeah, I had Twin Sanity. Oh yeah, yeah Wrath of Cortex. I remember that. That yeah. one was a the shitty loading times. Holy shit! It took uh, like la- five minutes to load a level. I don't even. Re- yeah, I don't remember this at all, man. That's insane. Yeah, all this stuff is just white. And then Mind Over Mutant. I have no idea what that is. No, that was like when um, he kind of teamed up with Cortex and you could like take over like mutants and shit and you could battle with like your these like characters. You would like hijack a bigger character and ride him around and fight him and stuff. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, dude, these I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now. One of these images looks a lot like it's a South Park game. They don't. They don't have like the same charm as the originals. No, I mean I remember when the third one came out, people were winding off it. But like I also remember really being into like Twisted Metal, and I used to play a lot Twisted Metal One. Oh no, Twisted Metal. Yeah, I played a little bit of that. Really liked Twisted Metal Two. Oh, and then I played the fuck out of Twisted Metal Two. And then I played a. I remember still playing a lot of Twisted Metal Three and Four. Yeah. And I remember three and four weren't cons- aren't considered canon anymore, but they three had uh, some really hard bosses. And I remember four had like every level had a boss, and then they brought back a whole bunch of old characters, and I was just like, "Oh, that's really cool." Yeah, but they came out one right after another. Two was really fun. It was hard as balls. Uh, yeah, but I remember like Dark Tooth was like the final boss of that game. That shit was hard. I always picked Spectre yeah. because he had the little missile that could fire through walls. Spectre was my guy. Yeah, and then um, uh, he came back in uh, the PSP version of uh, Twisted Metal. I can't remember what it was called. Oh yeah, where you had like the small, the small cars. It was like RC cars, but it was no, no, no that Metal. that was a that was a uh, PS One game. I thought it was P. Oh, maybe it was P. No, the PSP had a- the PSP was almost like a remake of two. Oh. Yeah, two was I, lit. 
three was pretty fucking good. Three had a really good soundtrack. Like it had Rob Zombie yeah, on the soundtrack. That's the three and four was when they brought sick. in Rob Zombie. I think Rob Zombie was an actual character you could unlock in three. Dude, he was so cool and like I remember I had like a like a Walkman for like a CD player mm-hmm. and you could put Twisted Metal three in there and you could listen to the soundtrack on the game. Oh, disc. I didn't know that. That's that's yeah. Cool. I used to do that as a kid. That must have been an experimental feature. Yeah, I don't know why it worked, but if you put the PlayStation 1 game of Twisted Metal 3 in a CD player, it will play the tracks. It's crazy. Oh. Uh, yeah, so the, the PSP one was called Twisted Metal Head-On. Head and on. Twisted Metal Head-On kind of tried combining like the story of Twisted Metal 2 and Twisted Metal Black. I remember that now. Because oh. the Cortez... Oh, man, Cortez is like the bad guy of every PlayStation... Early PlayStation era bad guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Cortez, um, he, uh, no, no, Calypso. Calypso. Good old Calypso. Yeah, Calypso, he had his art style from Twisted Metal Black, but a lot of the characters were from Twisted Metal 2. You even had to fight Darktooth uh, from Twisted Metal 2. Oh, I might have to watch yeah. some gameplay on this. Yeah, it looks a lot like Twisted Metal 2, but it it takes a lot of... I don't, it, it, it really does feel like it tries to combine the worlds of Twisted Metal Black and Twisted Metal 2. Yeah, I, I liked Black, but I didn't like its, like, it's like its vibe. It had, like, a weird theme. It just wanted to be it so dark and edgy. It had a super dark, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, Which is funny. It's so dumb because 2 and 3 and 4 were very campy, and I liked the campiness of it. Like, it was really enjoyable. It didn't take itself yeah. too seriously. Especially, and then Black comes out. And it's but, like, um, oh, we got to be edgy and shit now. Twist, well, the reason for that is because Twisted Metal, um, Twisted Metal, uh, what's it called? Twisted Metal uh, 3 and 4 weren't, the, the, the guy that made the game, he left. Yeah. Yeah, David Jaff. He's the one that created God of War as well. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, he left, so, and then he came back for Twisted Metal Black, and then he came back for the PS3 version of Twisted Metal. Yeah, I feel like. One, two, three, and four were not like super serious. They were just like just goofy as shit. Yeah. And two especially and, had like that comic style in the cutscenes. Yeah. That was really mm-hmm. cool. It looked like a graphic novel sort of. Yeah, that carried on in uh Twisted Metal head on. Yeah. And uh Twist Twisted Metal Black, I mean the gameplay was fine. It had some interesting characters. Um like it the gameplay itself was still pretty goofy, but yeah, it had this over the top, like really dark uh style that kind of carried a little bit into the ps3 version of twisted metal yeah but um but the other thing that uh that twisted metal black uh did was uh have you ever seen the cutscenes for it black i remember didn't it have like real live like sorta sorta and it had like uh yeah it did have like a hyper real version yeah but um it's uh it people but it was like stills yeah, it, it's almost like animated stills. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Some of the stories were really dark. Some of them were still kind of campy. Like as an adult, you would go to it, you're like, oh, this is still kind of campy, but it was pretty. It was pretty brutal. I remember. Um, I remember Baby Doll. I remember her or Dollface. Yeah. Was it Dollface? Yeah, Dollface. Yeah, Dollface. and then they. She was one of the main characters in Twisted Metal. Uh, uh, for the PS3. Yeah, Twisted Metal Black was uh 
it was interesting. If you guys don't want to go play the game, if you're listening, check out the cutscenes for that game. Um, cause they were, they were just, I don't know, man. They were just really dark. Yeah. I remember. Like, I don't it. know. Here, I'll post, uh, I'll post a link of this to the discord. Mm-hmm. That way you can like see some of them while I'm talking. But, um, yeah, it's, a. Uh, I don't know, man. It had a really cool and edgy art style that I remember I didn't like at first, but then when I became like an older teenager, I ended up liking it. Yeah, it's cool. It's just it was a weird yeah. departure. But then again, this is PlayStation 2 we're talking about. Everyone wanted to be edgy. Even fucking Sonic. Sonic, uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we came out with Shadow. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. That being said, like the original introduction of Shadow wasn't as bad as some other like the other versions of shadow i think were bad i think shadow wasn't bad in sonic adventure 2 and sonic adventure hero i mean sonic heroes but then after that i think every other part of him was like really really weird no i really like shadow shadow's a mad cool character yeah the the story for twisted metal black was like really really interesting and it even had some like weird mental shit so um if you got to play minion as if you if you unlock Minion in Twisted Metal Black, like during his loading screens, he would put some code stuff on the television. And if you were to figure out what the code was, like it says, "Oh, we're all in his head." Um, I think Twisted Metal's actual name was Kane. Uh, oh, we're all in his head. This is all just a version of his reality. And you would get the the kind of like the impression that Twisted Metal Black was all taking part of the inside of the head of. Um, of of sweet tooth yeah and I then if surprised. you and then if you play psp uh the the, the psp game twisted metal head on mm-hmm. where it, it kind of combined the world of twisted metal black and twisted metal 2 like it kind of solidifies that idea because it does split sweet tooth's mind into kind of two different people ah was yeah. he also dark tooth or was dark tooth someone else no dark tooth was also sweet tooth um, <laughs> yeah, I think his name was Marcus King. If yeah, I it was something like that. The psycho clown. I would say of all like the psycho clowns, Sweet Tooth was always one of the coolest. He was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So Marcus King, Twisted Metal. I, I believe in the first Twisted Metal game, he was a uh, Roadhog or something like that. Somebody. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So. Marcus, this is from the wiki. Marcus Kane is a character who's been the driver of Roadkill. That's what it was. Roadkill. And Twisted Metal 2, Twisted Metal 3, Twisted Metal Head On. Minion in Twisted Metal Black. Yeah, there you go. And is one of the two drivers of both Dark Tooth and Tower Tooth in Twisted Metal Head On. Then who the fuck was Sweet Tooth in Twisted Metal 2? Well, this this is Sweet Tooth. Marcus Kane returns in Twisted Metal 2012 as the past self of Needles Kane, dubbed Sweet Tooth. Needles Kane is Sweet Tooth. Which it, I think is Marcus's Kane Alter Ego. Oh my god, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, so Marcus Kane, yeah, he was a homeless guy. He was Roadkill. Yeah, I remember and Roadkill. Then, yeah, and then um, in Twisted Metal 3, they changed a lot of how he looked. But uh, in Twisted Metal, uh, once again, Twisted Metal Black, yeah, here we go. Marcus Kane is the split personality of Needles Kane. This is revealed in Twisted Metal Head On, but it's also revealed when playing as Minion in Twisted Metal Black. So, um, 
if you yeah he's got a uh, code so his loading screen say i do not think this is real i must speak in code or he will discover me we are trapped in his head um this is how he sees the world how sweet Two sees his life it is not real all of us are trapped in his head i miss the old colorful world we will return to our old world one day in the real world my name is marcus kane this is some like inception level shit right here yeah yeah, yeah. and then the uh hell, and twist man and in Twisted Metal, Twisted Metal Head On, they do confirm it that it was the same person, Marcus Kane and uh, Needles Kane. And then in the Twisted Metal, in the in the in the the reboot, the PS3 version, they kind of like um, they kind of they really do solidify it. it. It's it's interesting, dude. Twisted Metal would have been so much. They should have made like a Netflix show. Out I'm about of this to shit. say this sounds like it should be a movie at this point. Yeah, because he has like was, split personalities. He's Marcus Kane, Needles Kane, Sweet Tooth, Dark Tooth. I'm like. Jesus, what is going on in this dude's head? Yeah, no, it, it's uh, it's really cool, man. I always say, I, I always like, if they can make a battle royale game, but with cars, they should call it Twisted Metal. Yeah, Twisted Metal was crazy on the PlayStation, man. I had so yeah, much fun it, with that game. I really like the PS3 version, but um, not a lot of people did. Yeah, I never played it because I'm like, all right, there's no way Dude, this can be good when it comes back. It's really good. The, the, the main problem with it is that uh, David Jaff, the guy that created Twisted Metal, he wanted it to be a multiplayer-only Twisted Metal. And then uh, when Sony kind of saw how it was shaping out, they really liked the way it looked. And they're like, oh, nope, story mode. Put a story mode in it. So then they have to develop the story mode, and that was kind of the expensive part. Dude, Twisted Metal without a story mode? Why would I even want that? But but that but I but even like honestly the story mode for Twisted Metal three isn't even bad. It's actually really cool. no. I love but, the story mode in Twisted Metal one. I didn't care about it, but two through four, yeah, I really did. Yeah. And black, I definitely cared about the story. Yeah. Um. But the, if you check out the 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 movie version, I guess of the Twisted Metal for the PS three, because mm -hmm. it's it's fucking rad. Like it's cool. Like there's legitimate real boss fights that are kind of crazy um and every character has a has a has a cool ending and stuff yeah it's, i remember it, dollface was like this big rocket ship chick i'm like what the fuck happened yep. but it looked yeah. pretty cool oh no yeah it's 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 cool like they tried bringing back some of that campy and wackiness and then i think they tried to give also making it dark at the same time and yeah i saw mr some... grim was back in that game that's pretty sick Dude, I remember when I first turned on the game, I was like, "Wait, Mr. Grimm is black?" Because <laughs> he, because the prior to this, Mr. Grimm was just a skeleton. Yeah, he was just a flaming head. He was like the, no. the Ghost Rider knockoff. So in this game, it's, it's in Twisted Metal for a PS3. It's cool because he's a he's a black dude, has dreads, and has a skull face mask. Oh man, they just should have had the. That's cool, but they should have kept just a flaming head. I like the flaming head thing, but. I guess yeah, I don't yeah, want he did to be have a, a Ghost Rider ripoff anymore. That's fair. Oh, you know, I didn't even think of Ghost Rider. Yeah, Holy he's shit. definitely a, he was definitely a Ghost Rider ripoff. Hundred percent. I didn't. You are so right. I didn't even think. Dude, of that. you didn't. Most of these characters are definitely ripoffs. Like, uh, who is it? Uh, Spectre is definitely a ripoff of 007. Hundred percent. I, I you you know they probably mentioned something like that. The character. You didn't think just, about that kind of shit. No. Not I did. That's part all. of the reason why I picked Spectre. I'm like, this looks like a 007 type car, or like a spy hunter. Kind of reminds me of that. Okay, okay. So I'm about to show you what Mr. Grimm looked like in uh, in um, 
in PS3. Like, it's actually, he, he looks a little bit like you. Oh, shit. Like, if you had a chainsaw and, like, a, a skull face on. But, yeah, so I put it in the Discord. Yeah, that's that's what he uh, looked like. Oh, he's pretty cool. Yeah, like, he's just, it was, it was like an actual person. They had a skull face. He wasn't a skeleton anymore. Um, what, his story was cool because he was trying to do, I believe he was trying to do stuff either for his son or for his dad. I like Like, him. it's... Oh, I guess Mr. Grimm was also a person in, uh... I guess that's where they got the idea for, for Twisted Metal Black. Oh, totally missed that. Okay, either way, Twisted Metal's cool. Absolutely. Twisted Metal was always cool. Maybe we'll get a comeback on uh, PlayStation 5 one day. Yeah. Never know. Anyway, anyway this, uh, this podcast has been going on for a while. I'm ready to call it. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to say, Rich? Uh, no, I think this was good. Energy was definitely up there. I hope people enjoyed the conversation. If you guys have anything you want us to talk about or any feedback, please let us know in the comments below. And I appreciate you all watching this video. I really do. Yeah. They, uh, thanks a lot for coming. Uh, thanks a lot for listening. Um, you can follow me at... Uh, at Remavlos underscore YT on Twitter, or you can go to my YouTube channel, iHeartGaming, where I uh, work out, put up videos sometimes whenever I'm not busy working on other stuff. For sure. Yeah. Uh, catch you guys later. Uh, peace. Peace out, guys.